Philadelphia subway shooter. This is some video of police arresting 62-year-old Frank James. He is the man police say terrorized passengers on a Brooklyn subway. He's accused of shooting 10 people, injuring more than two dozen others after unleashing a smoke bomb at a crowded subway car. CBS reporter Bradley Blackburn joins us live in Brooklyn with more on this man's arrest and the federal charges he's facing. Sarah, he will be in federal court tomorrow. This suspect who's now in custody facing a federal terror charge and a potential life life sentence if he is convicted. Authorities are crediting tipsters for helping to locate him this afternoon after a 30-hour manhunt. Subway shooting suspect Frank James left a Manhattan precinct headed for federal custody to face a terrorism charge. If convicted, he will face a sentence of up to life imprisonment. Social media footage shows police arresting the 62-year-old in Manhattan. The manhunt came to an end after the suspect called police on himself with his location, according to law enforcement sources. Nearby, a good Samaritan recognized James and went to help catch him. I see the people walking the next to him. I thought, guys, guys, be careful. Keeps far from him. Maybe he's going to do something. Investigators are combing through the suspect's social media posts as they look for a motive. They say he detonated a smoke bomb inside the subway car, then started firing into the crowd. The CBS station in New York obtained exclusive video that appears to show James walking down a Brooklyn street hours before the attack. He has the same black cock that he has later recovered on the crime scene. Investigators say James has a long list of arrests in New York and New Jersey. His arrest history in New York is nine prior arrests dating from 1992 the 1998 police say after the shooting james got away simply by boarding another train in this subway station today we spoke to a commuter who says he was also on that train what is it like for you to know that this guy that fired 33 shots injured 10 people might have been in your car or, or pretty close it's scary man it's scary uh i was i don't know if it's fully set in subway service returned to normal for the wednesday commute with an increased police presence. And even before today's arrest, this subway station had not only reopened, but was busy with passengers who were using the same platform where the attack occurred just yesterday. New Yorkers moving forward, Sarah, while that manhunt was still underway. You know, Bradley, one of the strangest things about all of it. The fact he was able to get onto another car and just get away. It really shows some loop, some loopholes with MTA and NYPD. That's all I have to say. There's loopholes there that could have easily been uh, plugged. And this it still makes NYPD and the MTA look like fools. It just makes them look like it does. It makes them look like clowns. Sorry, it just just the bungling here, the dropping of the ball is ridiculous here with the. Um, you know, the uh, NYPD cops radio not working, even though $11 billion is invested into NYPD's equipment to make sure they can do their job. The MTA camera not working. With your reporting in particular, you said that the suspect might have actually called police on himself. What do we know about that? 
Sarah, that is the strange wrinkle here. Police say that many tipsters helped them find this guy this afternoon. They got tips from people that saw him, but one of the calls, according to sources, may have been from the suspect himself, phoning in his location at a McDonald's in Manhattan. Now, presumably, he will not be sharing in the $50,000 reward for information leading to his arrest. Yeah. A lot of people were doubting, you know, he couldn't have just called the police on himself. Well, um, yeah, he could do that because he's crazy. That's it. He's crazy. And he's been to jail before. And um, what's that to him? Been to jail. What are you going to do to him there? What are you going to do to him there? He's just going to uh, three cots, you know, hot on a hot plate of food, you know. Nothing, nothing really going to happen to him. They're going to put him in a mental, uh, probably in a mental institution, a mental for uh, mentally ill people, and. Um, that's it. He'll spend the rest of his life getting the best care he can because he's in his 60s. What else can you possibly do to this man? That's basically it. Brooklyn shooting suspect Frank James facing terror-related charges after calling Crime Stoppers on himself. Smirking madman who turned who turned a rush hour commute into a bloody terror when he allegedly opened fire in a crowd in New York subway car, called crime stoppers on himself Wednesday morning, then calmly went for an afternoon stroll through the East Village while he waited for police to come get him. Call came into Crime Stoppers. The guy says, you know, I think you're looking for me. I'm seeing my picture all over the news. I'll be around this McDonald's. I want to clear things up. Law enforcement sources told the post of the bizarre moment Frank James called the cops on himself. So the unit responds and he's not at the McDonald's. So they start driving around to see a man who fits the description. When they take him into custody, they find his Wisconsin driver's license. A couple of eagle-eyed New Yorkers also flagged down a pair of cops after they spotted James Saunton through the East Village where he briefly sat down at an outdoor dining shed and charged his phone and a link NYC hub. The NYPD swooped in shortly after and put him in handcuffs. He's just chilling because you know he he's man listen. I'm Frank, I'm the person you're looking for. I'm surprised it took so long, James told police as they arrested him, police sources said Mohammed Chink who alerted the police and witnessed the arrest said James appeared calm and unfazed. He, did, he didn't fight, he didn't do anything, he totally surrendered, said Chick. Uh, Federal prosecutors wasted no time charging James 62 with terror-related offenses for firing 33 rounds on a Manhattan-bound N-train Tuesday morning, leaving 10 people with gunshot wounds and another 19 injured in a mass shooting that shocked already rattled city that has been reeling from a citywide crime surge. They hit him with a charge of committing terrorist attacks and other violence against mass transportation systems, which could send him to prison for life if he's convicted. 
Police arrest James just before 2 p.m. at First Avenue and St. Mark's Place. And about two hours later, he he was walked from the 9th Precinct, grinning, grinning as cops showed him into a waiting police car. He's facing one felony charge for committing a terrorist attack against a mass transportation system and faces life in prison if convicted, Brooklyn federal prosecutors said. My fellow New Yorkers, we got him, we got him. We cannot thank the men and women of the New York City Police Department enough, as well as our federal agents, our state police, our first responders from NYN, from 911 operators to the various men and women from our medical professionals. We got him, Mayor Eric Adams said at an afternoon press conference celebrating the arrest more than 24 year, 24 hours after the attack and after a second rush hour of fear of commuters. I said to New Yorkers, we're going to protect the people of the city and apprehend those who believe they can bring terror to everyday New Yorkers. And I want to thank everyday New Yorkers who called in tips, who responded, who helped those passengers who were injured. 33 shots, but less than 30 hours later, we're able to say we got them. In the initial aftermath of the attack, cops had trouble tracking down James because surveillance cameras on at 36th Street Station, where the incident had occurred, had malfunctioned. They had later determined James had blended in with commuters and took the R train to the next stop at 25th Street, where cameras also weren't working. Shortly after slipping out of the station, he boarded the B67 bus and then was back on the rails about 45 minutes later at 9.15 a.m. When he walked into the F train station at 7th Avenue and 9th Street, the park slip, according to police officials. At the time, police had only released a bare-bones description of him. No photo because of the camera malfunction, so nobody realized he was the suspect and was able to ride the train freely. This is crazy, man. He did this, and he just got on the bus and just went about his business. With gun used in the attack, a 9mm Glock was legally purchased in Ohio by an individual named Frank Robert James. And when the firearms was examined, investigators determined he'd faced the serial, he'd, he faced the serial number and attempted to scratch it out, prosecutors said in James' criminal complaint. The alleged shooter, who'd previously been staying in an Airbnb in Philadelphia and also has ties to Wisconsin, drove a U-Haul truck into the Big Apple around 4 a.m. Tuesday. Surveillance footage captured him over the Varzano Narrows Bridge and driving into Brooklyn, where the U-Haul was later abandoned, found abandoned in Gravesend, court records show. Hours after the shooting, Tuesday, federal agents executed a search warrant at a storage unit registered to James in Philadelphia. Inside, found a cache of weapons and ammunition capable of inflicting mass carnage. Items include 9mm bullets, a threaded 9mm pistol barrel that allows for a silencer or suppressor to be attached, targets, and a .223 caliber ammunition, which is made to be used with an AR-15 semi-automatic rifle. They also raided the, the Airbnb where he's been staying and found an empty magazine of a Glock handgun and a taser, a highly capacity rifle magazine, and a blue smoke canister, prosecutors said. Wow. 
My office is prepared to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that James did knowingly and without lawful authority and permission commit an act, including the use of dangerous weapon with the intent to cause death and serious bodily injury to passengers and MTA employees on the New York City subway system. U.S. Attorney Breon Peace said when announcing the charge against James in Brooklyn Federal Court, my office will use every tool at our disposal to bring this individual to justice and restore safety and peace of mind to all. Maury Penza, a former Brooklyn federal prosecutor, now in private practice, said Frank James is alleged to have crossed state lines with the intent to cause physical harm to individuals using mass transportation via the New York City subway system, putting his actions squarely within the conduct criminalized as terrorism under our federal laws. Julie Rendleman, a defense attorney and former Brooklyn state prosecutor said James is likely facing federal charges because the penalties are harsher and there will be more resources available for the investigation. From the information we have learned thus far, it seems clear that the defendant crossed state lines in order to engage in violent criminal act and committed such acts against a mass transportation system, thus giving federal government jurisdiction to handle the case, Rendleman told the Post. As the sentencing exposure for an act of terrorism is a potential life sentence, the charging decision sends a clear message that an attack on New York transit systems is an attack on the United States as a whole and therefore deserves the most severe punishment. Who knows, man? Who knows? Because if the shelter system, if they can make some money off this dude due to his mental illness, he'll still get care. That's what's going to happen. That is what's going to happen. What's up, Atari legend? But, um... What I'd like to know right now is that what's what's going to happen with the manosphere? What is going to happen with the manosphere now? Because it's been said that he was a mod for uh, certain channels. Now what? Will the FBI be looking um, into uh, black YouTube channels now? Black YouTube content creators? Now what? What's going to happen now? What's going to happen with us now? Are we going to be looked upon with scrutiny? That's the thing. But I will say this, unfortunately, you know... Things are going to change, and probably for the worst, okay? Especially for pro-black channels. Pro-black channels, they are, they are definitely going to be under the microscope, okay? And best to believe, you're going to have some bitter, hurt black women that are going to take anything that's said and try to use it to possibly call law enforcement and try to say oh this man this man here he, he, he he's a terrorist he's a terrorist look what he's saying he's a terrorist twist those words already know how mainstream media is how it works with white supremacy at times to vilify men and extremely vilify black men 
black men who are not criminals, black men just speak in their minds about issues that go on in our present day. Well, that's all I got to say. Let me know what you think in the comments. You know what to do. Like, share, comment, and subscribe. I'm out.